episode 130. Brock, you're in the house. I'm in the house. You're in the house, but right above you, wearing an amazing Shivy top, which you can buy from tpublic.com slash podcast, is Heidi Fetter. Heidi, thanks for joining us today. Great to be here. And you like Star Wars? Uh, I think so. <laughs> right Good before, Yeah, right before we started recording, you actually had the coolest tidbit of information for us. So why don't you just share that with everybody? Well, no, uh, I'm a first-generation fan. Um, I, uh, I actually did, although I did not see the original uh, A New Hope uh, in the theaters, I actually saw it after I saw Empire Strikes Back in the theaters. But the reason I'm a fan is because I have a male cousin who we were very close. Um, they're from Cincinnati, which is where the Kenner plant was. And so he had all the figures. He had every, like if he had a trash that he probably could be retired by now, but all that stuff <laughs> in a bag somewhere. But that's what got me into it was was playing with the Star Wars characters. But the scary part about this whole thing is the very first official Star Wars thing I ever saw was a holiday special back in 1978. So that's so awesome. If that, if that did not kill my fandom, I don't think uh, Last Jedi could. So. <laughs> Okay, question though. Here's a, Brock, by the way, anybody watching this, Brock does look like he's in an art film. That's, it's on if purpose. I lean back, I think I go out of focus. Hey, yeah, you I come do. back in? <laughs> so, but, but honestly, I, you, so you don't know anything really about Star Wars, I guess, when you watch this holiday special. This, it comes on. How, like, what, what were your thoughts of that thing? I was sick, so I thought it was good, but I, I didn't know I didn't see the movie, but I I read the storybook. I read the okay, okay. the general book, and like I said, I I knew the action figures, I knew all the characters. But you would amazing. Would you have watched that the following Christmas? Do you think? Yeah, because I was six. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have been seven. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but if you were seven, would you have watched it? Really? Well, like my sister watched it with me. She thought it was good, but that's because she was in love with Harrison Ford. He could have been in a tampon commercial. She would love it. <laughs> and was he in a tampon commercial? We need to find that. Was I Harrison don't think. Ford? <laughs> that's something we'll find out on another day. Um, so, guys, we got an incoming transmission right now. Okay. Do you want to hear this incoming transmission? You don't have a choice. Here it is. Everyone pay attention. <laughs> Everyone already knows this, but we're going to listen to it anyway. Star Wars Celebration is coming back to Anaheim. And now we know the official dates. <laughs> What's going on, Star Wars fans? Andy and Anthony here from the Star Wars show with some late-breaking Star Wars news. Star Wars Celebration, the fan convention celebrating all things Star Wars, is returning to Anaheim. But up until now, we only knew it was coming back in 2020. Well, mark your calendars because Star Wars Celebration Anaheim will be taking place August 27th through the 30th, 2020. Tickets for the four-day event go on sale June 21st at 9 a.m. Pacific. And for more show information and ticket details, make sure to visit StarWarsCelebration.com. And for more breaking Star Wars news from around the galaxy, check out StarWars.com. And remember to watch the Star Wars show this Wednesday and every Wednesday for your weekly Star Wars fix. Thanks for watching and may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Wow. Wow. First of all, whoever was that Praetorian guard, I need to meet you. That was, <laughs> that was brilliant. Let's start right away. Heidi, you going? Do, do you have your plane ticket booked? I would like to. I get a four weeks vacation every year, so. Well, this is only four days, so. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> I think I'll be able to manage it. Yes. I, I'll try. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know if the tickets sell out pretty quickly or. This this is actually a, we're going to talk about this today because uh, 
I don't know. That's I'm actually curious. I, I don't know how you feel, Brock. But tickets, Brock, they go on sale on our birthday. Yeah, June 21st. June first 21st. day of summer. Uh, so it's like a birthday gift to the Rebel Scum podcast. Um, I, I find it interesting that it's going down back to four days. Or wait. Yeah. Was it last days? No. Or I can't remember Chicago anymore. Was it was five. Thursday Monday, yeah. Yeah, but I, I believe they had trouble selling mm. the Monday. Uh, and that's why the first thing they announced was the Phantom Menace panel on the Monday because they were having trouble with that. And uh, it was the only day I think that didn't sell out. I think five days is a little much. Let's, I mean. Yeah, you know, that's pretty excessive for any yeah. kind of convention. I love it. I don't, oh, yeah, don't want to yeah. boo it. But, uh, I mean, we weren't there. I probably would have had a great time. But uh, uh, I'm excited. Um, and uh, that's, but in relation to the ticket sales, like, I mean, when we went the first year in Orlando, we didn't have a huge issue getting tickets per se. I think uh, only you got the uh, the three day pass or four day pass, James, and then I got the individual ones. Uh, but like we weren't buying it immediately, so it was like later on. So then, yeah, that one. Uh, this is from this but year, the, uh, Is that the new one or the old one? Uh, I can't tell. That's this year's. Andrew hooked me up with it. Uh, oh yeah, I thought the other one. Uh, they're, the they're both Ray. Sorry, they're both. But Ray. the one in Chicago, so, like. It yes. was almost like the the full five day pass was sold out like almost like what immediately within the day and it like was, hotels uh, selling out. So it was a couple of weeks. So that so actually I want to ask Heidi about that because you say you you plan to go, but real realistically, when would you be like, okay, I'm gonna buy my ticket now? Mm. Well, I have to, I guess the twenty first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no. I have- I, I, I like to experience that. Um, I live in an area called Lehigh Valley, which is an hour north of Philadelphia. So mm. I did go to a Star Trek convention in, in uh, Philadelphia once, but I've never been to a Star Wars convention. So I, I would like to experience some time. And, and I'm introverted, so I can travel by myself all the time. So it doesn't matter. That's awesome. <laughs> But you're not, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier. Well, uh, Patreons will be uh, in a contest, uh, Brock, you know this, for a yes. Saturday <laughs> pass for celebration. Winner will be announced on June 21st. It'll be our birthday present to everybody watching. I did when they announced it. When the like, tickets go on sale June 21st, I text everybody in my immediate family and I said, this is what I want. And they're like, they're like, I already got you your gift. And I was like, I don't and want they were anything. Like, New phone, who did? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. They're like, you're an adult. I said, but I want to go to Star Wars. Uh, but um, I, I don't know, Brock. I'll start with you on this. Anaheim 27th, <laughs> August 27th in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. How excited are you to be in 99 million degree heat? Uh, whatever. I did. I went to Florida in August. I can deal with this. Uh, I, I, uh, I was talking to my girlfriend, Reham, about this today because she saw the news as well. And now we're like, rethinking our trip to california this summer because to go to california twice in one summer i think our tour like back-to-back summers it might be a little much maybe we go somewhere else so i especially with star wars galaxy's edge being who knows what it's going to be like walking in there this july so i mean this is a great opportunity we can go to the convention and then also go to the park right when hopefully it's not as crazy i usually like Every park takes a year, but like this is Star Wars, so it could take five years for all we know. Um, but I, I think we talked about this before. It's like it's gonna be hot. If it's in the summer, it's gonna be hot. I mean, it's hot there now. I think I was listening to something recently. They're like, our summer's finally here. <laughs> uh, so whatever. You're for Star Wars celebration. It's prom- 
primarily inside, which with hopefully air conditioning. So you could do it on the face of the sun as long as like you're inside. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, well, we're going to be inside anyway. I mean, apart from, you know, when we leave Celebration, we won't be inside. But for the most part, we'll be outside. Heidi, does the date, uh, what did you think of the date? Um, that's fine. I mean, you know, like if I grew up in the Midwest, I mean, it could be a hundred degrees. It could be 80 <laughs> yeah. degrees. It's yeah. used to hot weather summer. So no matter where you go, it's going to be hot. So yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah. let that deter you. I mean, you guys are Canadian, so maybe you don't. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care as long as we're not in snow, which Chicago, the Monday, a lot of people actually went, I think Lucasfilm, I think that snowstorm, the Monday of celebration in Chicago was a Lucasfilm on ILM effect. Because they, they needed bodies in there. And they're like, everyone's flying out Sunday night. And they're like, pretend there's an ice storm. And they hired like all their top ILM and they put in a snowstorm. Because I think Josh over at the Den of Nerds, he was like leaving on that day. And he's like, we're snowed in. I know some other podcasters were leaving. They're like, well, I guess we'll go back for the last day. So <laughs> well played, ILM. I see your game. Um, but this this um, announcement was uh, imminent. Uh, Reed Pop went to Lucasfilm last week to talk about it, um, which was really cool. I think I texted you, Brock. I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening. And then early this morning, <laughs> uh, Star Wars Newsnet tweeted out, we're going to hear today or tomorrow. And I think at like a half hour later, this thing dropped. So yeah, I don't know who tipped them off, but kudos to them. Uh, and then when it dropped, it was uh, all I could think about is I already checked this out. I have plans for us. Look, I'm not going to actually let you read it. For Star Wars Celebration, these are shows we're going to do. Oh, my it's God. already planned. <laughs> Keep that piece of paper. Heidi, you're my witness. <laughs> we will look at it, and when we actually do it. No, no, the these are these are, <laughs> these are pretty solid. They might Two of them might not have. They're things that I, like you need to plan in advance. That's why I have it. I'm really excited. I really want to do. I really want to. I really, you did too. I really to go to Chicago celebration in Chicago, yeah. um, and I and we couldn't go. And and so you know, uh, nothing's gonna stop me from going to this one. I think until it happens. I mean, you know, you can't say that, but I'm gonna do everything in my power to go. Um, yeah, it should be celebration is um, a lot of fun, and I've been hearing. So our buddy Din over at F105, he didn't want to go to celebration this year. Because the fandom was in such a dark spot that he didn't think mm. it was a place he wanted to go. And my friend uh, Sheldon, who directed the When the Galaxy Listens documentary, he was he was going, but he had reservations because of the way the fandom was. And he's like, he goes, you know what? If if celebration doesn't, if celebration has any of that, he's like, I might not go to another one. And they both ended up, they were both there. Uh, Din performed his song for celebration several times. Andrew Fantasia was there, and when it ended. And then had the announcement of Anaheim 2020. I text Sheldon immediately, knowing how he felt about everything. And I said, so are you going? Like, there was no... I think he got the text before I even hit send. Yeah. Like, it was just like a hard yes, he's going. Uh, so, it, I, and everybody I heard from has said that that it really reinvigorated Star Wars and the fandom and the positivity of the Star Wars fandom was so present over there that they all loved it. And uh, it just makes me wish I was there even more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say you were, you were talking about um, worried about Gal uh, Galaxy's Edge being crowded. If you know after your pass, it doesn't matter if it's mm. Anaheim, it's going to be crowded. I hate to yeah, tell you very that. true, very true. Yeah, I think it's going to be more strategically. When can you get your butt in the park? 
against <laughs> against celebration because if you uh, go while celebration's on you're screwed <laughs> <laughs> though uh it, um heidi if when you go to celebration anaheim are you going to check out the park for sure is that a must have must do yeah. sort of thing yeah that's what that's what uber's for <laughs> nice. I uh, yeah, Brock. We're gonna. I, I would love to go to Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have more rides open at that point, at least two, which would be mm-hmm. nice, uh, versus just the one. But just to go in there and check it out, and yeah, I mean, whether you get a blue milk or not, I don't know. And the thing is, you, I would go with the with the, <laughs> the thought process that this is the first time. Next time will be the one where I go and no one cares about Star Wars anymore, which will be 2021, 22. <laughs> no, 22, the new movie. Oh, my God. You, there's no escaping it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Celebration. I got to ask you guys now because Mandalorian Season 1 will be done. Skywalker Saga will be done. Cassian Andor will probably be done. A third series maybe is happening. What... Aside from the Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary, what is the big draw at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim in 2020? Brock, I'll start with you. Besides the parks, sorry, what were the things you listed? You listed like 17 things. Well, there's like the, so, Man- the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, like all this, all everything that's coming out is going to have already come out and passed, right? Mm. Like Mandalorian, Cassian Andor, Rise of Skywalker, uh, that's all gone. So there's yeah, there's nothing new. I, I'm I'm not making a call here, but I'm pretty optimistic that they'll have something to come out. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, I'm, maybe sure. not a movie, but like there'll be something because it's like it's money. We make that money, right? Um, I don't know. Like maybe that's enough. Like uh, the first when the first one came out, did it come out on the heels of Phantom Menace coming it was, out, it was or the, uh, it was it was right before Phantom Menace? Oh, right before. See, yeah, yeah I guess it always starts. But at some point, it, they probably had it, and there wasn't a huge thing. I think it's like the title, Star Wars Celebration. I don't think Star Wars fans need something. Uh, I think it's the San Diego convention effect where it's like, oh, they're going to release this thing. And and that's very exciting. I'm not crapping on that. But, like, I don't know. If Dave Filoni came out and did a talk, I'd be interested in listening. So it's a matter of, like, what do you want? New things? Or you just want to celebrate the things you have already heidi um i'm gonna say the 43rd anniversary of the holiday special uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah i love it I love oh my it. god i wish no uh, i i mean they say that there's new movies coming out all the time i mean yeah. I, I don't know the ryan uh, johnson trilogy still on or i i have no idea what's going on with yeah. that so i mean it's a cash cow. They're going to be, you know, at least every two years they're going to be releasing something. So I, I think there'll be something going on. Mm-hmm. I asked Andrew on a live stream during celebration when he was in Chicago, I said it, cause I was thinking, we didn't know when the next one was going to be. And I was like, you know, if they wait till the next movie, who knows when that's going to be. So I said, would you be excited to go to one that, that didn't have a big, you know, rise of Skywalker type panel. And he was kind of like, yeah, kind of maybe. And and I, I was thinking about that a lot during that celebration because I actually am more excited to go without that big attraction. You know, like mm-hmm. I want to go and I want to enjoy it and I don't want to worry and stress about getting in to see that damn trailer. You know, like I just want to go there and and, and yeah. enjoy Star Wars and be immersed in Star Wars. And and because um, it's 
and you know this, Brock, when you saw me there. And I just went to Niagara Falls Comic Con this past weekend. And <laughs> every time I at Fan Expo, I get so overwhelmed by everything that like these things. Because I'm not, you know, I'm not a seasoned veteran like you. I just, I go in there and I'm like, <gasps> I start having a panic attack because I don't know what to look at. And then they're like, you have to go see this trailer at 9 a.m. I'm like, oh my God, if I don't, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're going to survive because that thing's going to be online the exact same time you're watching it. Like, chill. So I think it'll be fun. However, this movie in 2022, I really have a feeling there'll be some sort of information given yeah. about that. Or what I, I would even be more excited if it wasn't about that movie, if it was about the next, what Kathleen Kennedy was saying, the next 10 years of Star Wars. Like, hey, here's a panel called The Next 10 Years. And we walk in, they're like, our plan is to set up this universe that is Star Wars and blah, 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 blah. And we're going to follow this new character called blah, blah. Or they don't have to say the character part. But you know what I mean? Like, just like, okay, that's cool. I don't know how you do that for an hour, but okay, I'm cool. And then they show highlights of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't know how you two feel, but like if they were just to tell us like maybe not titles because that like that's always a nice uh, thing to sh to you know yeah. release or whatever. But concept art, we all love concept yes. art just to see like oh so we have a couple ideas and this is what they might look like and then whatever. Obviously they try to sell that in the book as well, but you know uh, I don't I would be more than happy with that and uh, yeah. Heidi. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. I, I was enjoying your conversation. I mean, I, <laughs> just what I said before, just whatever new things are coming out. <laughs> so we're experiencing how you experience us, where you're just yeah. like, yes, I enjoyed yeah. this podcast. <laughs> well, I can't even see you, and uh, and uh, James is frozen with a goofy look on his face. Oh, oh I see. Oh, yeah. That sounds right. Oh. At the point, at this point, nobody's frozen on my end, which is the one that's recording. So keep it up, crappy. Yeah, Brock still says BS on my thing. <laughs> oh, I am BS. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> you're you're not the first female to say that to him. Oh, I'm sorry. You leave my mom out of this. <laughs> I mean, just like what I said before, just whatever upcoming stuff is coming out, yeah. or that you were talking about um, dropping trailers. Um, my only complaint that was when Rise of Skywalker dropped and I looked at it on YouTube, like as soon as I saw it, like I saw the comments before it even finished. Mm. So I knew about the uh, Palpatine uh, thing at the end. So I didn't get that initial shock. I wonder but if I, like when you debut a trailer, if maybe you, you, uh, you mute comments for the first like hour of something like that, you know, like just like, you know what? You don't need to comment yeah. on this right away. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I got I, I got a, a, a thing saying uh, trailer drop, so I go to it. And I think it was out for like five minutes, and there were already comments up about yeah. TV being at the end of it. And I was very disappointed. Although what I like to do is what's fun is just go and watch the reactions of people oh. watching the trailer. I mean, I think you were crying, too. I mean, people were just crying. I yelled at Andrew to call me. <laughs> and and he did to his credit he actually did. i was like where are you he's like i'm in a line right now i was like you don't have to call me right now um now that that i actually you know what let's side akbar for a second because brock you and i are going to do this after uh probably october when the final trailer debuts we're going to do our top five uh star wars trailers we're going to do that that's we have to that's just the thing we have to do top five skywalker saga trailers that's what we'll say but right now, after seeing this teaser trailer for it, and Brock, I'll start with you to give Heidi some time to think about it. 
Where do you at this point in time? Where does it rank in in Star Wars trailers teaser trailers for you? Like, where would you put it? Ooh, I mean, it's hard to to call because uh, I mean, well, teaser trailers are relatively new, and like I I can't really. I didn't have any, I can't really remember experiences with prequels, so it's more focused on the Disney era Star Wars. Um, I feel like this one, uh, Last Jedi, kind of re- like it kind of depends on the teaser trailers from the other two. So you, you've been sort of given a formula of like how they like to do it. Uh, I would say though, reaction wise alone, I would say. probably below it's probably third to like force awakens and rogue one just because force awakens was like hey here's yeah. your first star wars look and you're like wow which like, force awakens though planet? like the teaser or the chewy were home teaser because there was two teasers for that one which one is no the one i don't think it's the it's the one where you see Jakku, and then I think you see the Star Destroyer. Oh, yeah, and then Finn comes and, up. And you see Finn pop yeah, up. That's, that's a, what I'm thinking That's of. the hardcore teaser. That's, like, the very first time we saw anybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that one. And then I think with Rogue One, and we weren't really sure what these characters were, we had seen a picture of most of the cast. I can't even – I can try to think of what a teaser did. Do you again, remember like, the day before the Rogue One trailer came out in that March or whatever, March or April, whenever it was? And Good Morning America tweeted out that picture of the Death Trooper holding that toy, the stuffed toy tro- stormtrooper yeah. with the flames. I was like, "What are we about to watch?" Like that was <laughs> that image was awesome. Heidi, what about yeah. you? Where would you put this one so far? And uh, this could change. Don't be afraid. You're not. This is not. You know, <laughs> set in stone. Favorite. To be honest with you, I think it's my favorite. I mean, yeah. I think it's the most shocking. I mean, seeing yeah. uh, Lando Carissian and. Um, and then she, uh, she VP laugh at the end. Um, the only, um, I liked Last Jedi, don't get me wrong, I think it was a great movie, but the only um, teaser trailer, it wasn't even a teaser trailer, the only trailer that had anything shocking was uh, Ray grabbing the red lightsaber. And I think the only reason she even grabbed the, re- uh, the red lightsaber was so they could put it in a trailer to freak people out. <laughs> Probably right. I, I think that's the whole reason for the uh, lightsaber duel between Finn and... Um, Kylo Ren, just so they could put um, Finn holding the lightsaber in a, tra- a trailer, so uh, yeah. it would lead people as to who was the new Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was definitely a uh, bait and switch with Finn in that one. So for yeah, sure. I would say definitely. Um, I would say this is my favorite. I mean, looking back at the old ones from the '70s and the '80s with uh, Paul Frees, that's it's <laughs> that's just it's just I mean, it's good, but it's just terrible. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They hadn't. Uh, figured it out quite yet you know like they hadn't figured out trailers yet I, for me this one is um i really love the phantom menace the first phantom menace one which this one actually kind of mirrors in a lot of ways uh but this is right up there i watch this one a lot and every time i watch it i like it more and more and i see the little things and i'm like okay i'm really enjoying this i'm really enjoying this and and then i'm like oh i like it even more and and um and then you know like the vanity fair uh pictures came out which adds i think to the trailer if that makes sense i just like when you start piecing it by the way i got the vanity fair <laughs> i got both copies of it because i'm a sucker and i was like oh, i got 20 dollars to waste on a magazine <laughs> uh it's okay it doesn't have the knights of ren picture in it. yeah i was just like what 
But I bought them. I did a review on Patreon. Brock, did you pick these up? No, not yet. I haven't uh, had time. You going to? I would like to. I like to have these and like you, just uh, you got collect. The, you got the Last Jedi one. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna get these? Um, I usually don't, but I mm. actually I've been looking at pictures online, so actually, exactly. And I'm not gonna lie, the quality of those pictures is way better online than in the Mac. Like, there's like the <laughs> colors are bleeding and like the contrast is. Really, I'm just like, what, what, why would you? <laughs> I just, it was like it. You know, if if you collect, I would say get it, and if you like having the physical stuff, get it. But if you're getting it to look at the pictures, they're nicer online on my iPad. Like the, like it just they just look nicer. I'm sorry. <laughs> like when star trek or star wars or something came out you'd run out you buy the magazine yeah you collect it and then 20 years later you're going through your stuff I'm like why do i have this <laughs> i know and then you go on ebay and you're like this is the only one that's not worth anything the one yeah. that i have son of a gun i saw um some action figures from the the old cartoon droids <sighs> wow those are worth a pretty penny right now holy yeah. moly I was talking about my cousin earlier. I think he had those um, lightsabers that are now worth $3,000, but I'm pretty sure those got trashed. So. Yeah. He had, no, he had the original figures you had to send away for. Oh, no, no way. Kids. Yeah, he was one of the kids who wondered why uh, Santa Claus gave them a cardboard box instead of action figures for Christmas. But, yeah, yeah. He, used to go, he used to go on the tours uh, to get his action figures. He watched his... Um, Yoda being made before he bought it, and uh, <laughs> he was the one of the kids who got the send away Boba Fett. Yeah, no. I was just gonna ask. He got the one that was like a choking hazard. Yeah, uh, I don't think they. I heard those didn't go to production. Because there was like it shot like the jetpack. I think shot something up, but he got one of those those Boba Fetts, right? Or yeah. like you said, you got yeah. some. Yeah, Boba. he got he got everything. Like I said, he like he tra he had the Millennium Falcon. He had the Lance. He oh. had the Star, which was basically just an elevator and a trash compactor. <laughs> he had everything, but it, he had the even had Darth Vader with the orange lightsaber. Oh my god, mine was red. <laughs> the Vader, the, 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 sorry, the like orange. It, oh man, <laughs> that's I amazing. Yeah, I, my I, I had the Vader, and my and they, my parents gave it all to charity, and my dad's like, "We'll never give the Vader away. It's gone. I don't know." <laughs> Sorry, I should play sad music right now. We could all be, except for Brock, we could be loaded right now. Like, we could be in Anaheim waiting in line for Celebration 2020 to start and not caring because we're loaded because of Star Wars action figures that we sold on eBay for way too much money. <laughs> I'm like, why am I left out of this? You weren't old enough to have those. I asked my uncle, I said, where are they? He said, they're in a bag of storage somewhere. And he's a stockbroker. I said, you need to go through that. I said, can yeah. you find the papers? I know they're worth... I'm talking about the little lightsabers that came with the original action figures. Yeah, yeah. Those were 2000. What? Those yeah, are the ones because... that you stick in the hands. Like, there's not even, like, a, like they're, like, like, there's no grip. It's like there's a hole in the hand, and then you slide it in. Right. But see, the, the, the little, the thicker part was shorter, and the longer, and the, and the skinnier part was longer. Mm. Those kept breaking off. Oh. And then they stopped making them like that, and they made it, they switched that's why they're so hard to find because you either don't have them anymore or kids chewed on them or broke them off. That's what I'm saying. Like my cousin, I think he had the Jawas with the, um, you know, not the, uh, not the cloth oh. rope, but the, the plastic rope. Those oh, were classics. Wow. Oh. 
but that stuff all got trashed and you give it to a, a five-year-old they're gonna oh yeah toys yeah. <laughs> i mean ultimately that's the point of a toy Right. I used yeah. to get my Yoda stuck in the Tauntaun all the time, which is my favorite part of The Empire Strikes Back is when Yoda rides a Tauntaun. Oh, you ruined my childhood, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Why did I, Ryan Johnson play with all your Star Wars toys? No, because he didn't have a Yoda and a Tauntaun. I'm sorry, I don't mean to go off on a tangent, <laughs> but he had something else. It was, um, it was the uh, Luke Skywalker in the orange jumpsuit and had a blue emblem. Everybody says I'm crazy. That that never came out, but I know darn good well he had one with a blue emblem. So I don't know if that was a factory mistake or what. But. Like the like blue emblem, like like a logo on his back. Is that what you meant? No, like blue, like it was blue squadron instead of red squadron. But oh, okay. People told me nothing that didn't um, that never existed. Hmm. But I remember him having it because he had the red one and the blue one. So I don't know if he just got a because he got it directly from the Kenner plant. Hmm. So maybe he just got a, a bad one. So that's what I'm saying. I got to go through. <laughs> that's oh, my own. That would be the bag. Cool. Let me go through that stuff. Oh my goodness. Okay, this I one... mean, Ken- Kenner is like notorious for having these weird choices and stuff, right? Isn't like is a Snaggletooth that they made a tall one and a short one? Is that Snaggletooth? Yeah. Or anyways, Han- making up names because they're like, oh, this looks like a walrus. <laughs> and Han Solo had a two. There was two Han Solos, one with a big head, one with a small head. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. So- Oh, there's my old Vader. Okay, I'm, I can't find. I found the red emblem. There's no blue. Um, I'm just looking here. This is priorities. Uh, I I, I don't find it, so I think it was a mistake. Yeah, I mean, oh, because nobody believes it existed. But I remember it existed because his favorite color was blue. So he insisted that that was Luke Skywalker because his favorite color was blue. Oh, maybe it was uh, Biggs. Unless it was a snow uh, a snow uh, pilot. Yeah, like pilots had the blue emblem, but I don't even know if they released a snow pilot. Hmm. Yeah. I know they released a, a Cliff Clavin action figure. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> All right. All right well, I uh, typed in snow pilot blue emblem action figure, and John Snow came up. So we'll have to look for this on another time, and we'll figure it out. It's not not happening. Uh, I'm excited for, like, we weren't going to talk about Star Wars. We had a whole bunch of show notes today to talk about, but then Star Wars Celebration (laughs) news kind of hit, and uh, things happen, and that's just the way it goes. Um, I, August 27th, uh, I know a lot of people commenting because of the heat. I don't, I don't care. I'm just bringing on Star Wars, man. The only thing is when they announced uh, uh, Anaheim 2020, a lot of people booked hotel rooms in Anaheim for April. Uh, so I guess I guess Anaheim hotels will have a lot of cancellations <laughs> coming in soon. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know what? Maybe yeah. Anyway, um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Hopefully, we could do a we could all meet up there and have a big grand party. And I hope just like Niagara Falls Comic Con, they serve beer inside. <laughs> Did you know they they served beer in Niagara Falls Comic Con, Brock? Is it like the Niagara breweries? It's Oast. Oast, yeah. Oh yeah, Oast is huge there. Yeah. Like they, they do it. They're all like by there I mean the Scotiabank uh, yeah. Convention Center in Niagara Falls. Yeah, they they're they're always sort of present every time I'm there doing something else. Yeah, they're at the... that's cool. That's awesome. That's smart. Yeah, I was like, uh, we were walking by. I'm like, oh my god, what? And uh, and then uh, yeah, we had some. We met up with Aaron Quinton, our Patreon. And, yeah, uh, we enjoyed a we enjoyed a brewski from Niagara Falls. I never thought it, I never thought I would drink inside a convention, but it worked. It very it helped me out. I got to interview Jabba the Hutt, and I got a picture with the Ninja Turtles, which kind of made my day. 
uh, <laughs> having a big joy jab and ninja <laughs> that was after the beer brock don't move you go out of focus <laughs> hey <laughs> the dumbest thing ever um I guess we'll get to our other topics another day because we're kind of going long on the uh, Star Wars celebration <laughs> stuff, <laughs> which is totally fine. All right, uh, so that we have a clickbait title: Raylo is happening. <laughs> Raylo. How do you have to say Raylo? Otherwise, we won't get any clicks. Raylo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I actually, can we talk about Raylo for one second? Yeah, sure. Because I, I know I, I kind of know where you both fall on it, but I don't want to get into it too much. But I do I do just want to say that is Lucasfilm in a tough spot right now where no matter which way Raylo falls, somebody is going to be peed off. Like if it happens, great. But there's a huge section of the fan base that is going to will be up in arms and if it doesn't happen there's a huge section that's going to be up in flames uh, I don't know Do I think care? we're in a point where like you're not going to make everybody happy <laughs> really the, we're in the internet age I, I, I see Heidi shaking her head she agrees with me or what are your thoughts Heidi um, I always had uh, a rule in my life. I never discuss religion or politics unless somebody agrees with me. And yeah. after left Last Jedi, I realized you can't even discuss Star Wars anymore unless somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the big three. I would, I would say I'm a Raylo fan. Not that I want them to end up together. I'm, I'm more like a. I think I more want it to be a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a happy nice. ending, but that's just me. Um, you know what I. I've done some writing and some people like my work and some people don't. And I told other writers, I said, look, it's your story. Yeah. You, you, uh, you finish it the way you want to. It's, it's nobody else's story. And if, if they don't like it, they can write their own fan fiction because there's yeah. plenty of fiction out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I fully agree with you. Like it's, you can't make everyone happy. Uh, and I don't know. I think people honestly just enjoy ripping things apart, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think. There's something recent. Oh, well, well, Game of Thrones. There you go. Like, the second. Yeah, I'm not going to say that the last season was the greatest. But, like, it's like they gave you six, was it six decent seasons, regardless of what you think. And, you know, oh, I'm sorry. It didn't work out. Whatever. Like, <laughs> they're gone. Game of Thrones is done. I, so. I, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Actually, we're on. Aaron's been watching it, and I. I... I usually uh, have a nap. Great. <laughs> well, she watches it at like nine o'clock at night, and I'm out. Yeah. I go. I got. Like, <laughs> That's not I... a nap. That's just going to bed. No, I just I sleep. Yeah, it's a hard. It's a hard sleep every time. I guess what I understand is like because I've gone to other sites uh, mm-hmm. besides this one. Not that this isn't the best of them all, or I wouldn't give you money, but. Uh... <laughs> Uh, it's just funny because some of the comments are like, oh, I can't wait to boycott the next movie. It's like, well, why are you a Star Wars fan? What do you think is going to happen? If Disney loses it, someone else yeah. is going to get the mantle? I'm like, why do you want it to fail? I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the prequels, but I accept their mm-hmm. canon. It's not that I don't like the story that that was told. It's just that I didn't like the way it was told. I, I thought it could be told better, but you know, I probably couldn't write anything better. But that's just my opinion. It's yeah. not that I 
problem with the stories that were in the prequels. I just didn't care how they were executed, but it didn't uh, kill my fandom at all. In fact, when um, Jimmy Smith showed up in Rogue One, I about lost. I, I thought it was one of the greatest things ever was yeah. him showing up like that. Yeah. Are you uh, are you a Clone Wars fan, Rebels fan, or anything like that? I I didn't get into that. Okay. I was just curious because like some people tend to like the prequels a little bit more after that show because it kind of gives it a little bit more depth on. But yeah, that's fine. I, I agree. Like when you said boycott, it's like, it's like if you're gonna boycott it, like just don't go see the movie. But like the movie makes money. I mean, Solo, you can argue didn't make a lot of money, but that's a slightly different situation, right? Like these movies make the money more or less back to the point where oh it didn't make a billion dollars it's a failure I'm like what <laughs> you, know, you so. know I think Solo there's a lot of variables in Solo's box yeah, office exactly. performance because the, and the one thing that I have to, that I think about because at first it's like oh maybe maybe this boycott is legit and maybe this is actually happening and mm. then you know you look at Captain Marvel which there was and, and you know I wasn't really. I'm not in that crowd that much, but I saw a lot of, I'm boycotting this. This needs to stop. And there was this whole thing where like everybody went to go see Alita instead of Captain Marvel the weekend it came out. <laughs> Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. So I'm yeah. I'm starting to think that the boycott might have been a percentage. Like I, I, obviously people were like, I didn't like the last one, I'm not going to. But I think there was a, a lot of other things. And honestly, I think maybe Infinity War coming out and Deadpool coming out so close to it. I think the one-two punch of those People are just exhausted. It's May, and last year, for us anyway, the weather was way better. Who wanted to spend it in, inside watching a movie? Mm. So, yeah. I, I like <laughs> Bring I like it that. on. I can't even remember what we were talking about. Star Wars. Uh, we're, talking we're talking about, about. Brock, have you ever perused the uh, website lulu.com? Lulu.com? Heidi, why don't you mention lulu.com and maybe a – Oh, oh look yeah. at that. Yes. Raise it up a little higher, a little higher. No, that is my shirt. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, what nice. is that that you're holding up? Uh, it's a book I wrote um, called Bride of the Dragon King. I actually have yep. two more coming out. Uh, I left my fiance two and a half years ago to cancer. Oh, and no. one of the ways I dealt with it was to write. And for three months, for eight months straight, I just wrote three books and I had it posted on a beta site called Whatpad, and I got good reviews, and my late fiancé left me some money, so after putting it into the house and investing in stocks, I thought, you know, this is one thing he taught me is life's too short and to enjoy it as much as you can, so this is the first book. I've got two more coming out. Um, the third book coming out is actually going to be the biggest. This one's kind of small, but if you like uh, dark, erotic romance... Mm. Uh, if you notice the pen name on there is <laughs> not my name. Yeah. Want any, like, I don't care if you, my online friends out there, know I'm sick and twisted. I don't want my family. <laughs> friends oh, I see. Here. So if you're wondering where I got Andrighton, they did the old uh, porn trick routine. I took my last name and my street address. <laughs> but nice. basically, it's about this woman named Elizabeth who uh, she uh, has a reoccurring dream that she. Uh, winds up in a dragon's cave and is seduced by a dragon and tells her he's keeping her forever. And then she goes uh, hiking with her uh, fiancé in Ireland and they get in a fight and she falls and she ends up in this uh, strange town in Ireland and she meets a handsome stranger named Constantine and they start to fall in love, but there's more to him than meets the eye. So. And oh, you, very cool. And you can get that right now? 
Yes. And you said you're giving giveaways. So this actually, the books haven't gone to print yet, although you can buy them online, uh, e-publish. But they gave me uh, five, they gave me uh, five, um, uh, what is this called? <laughs> I block things, I'm sorry. I'm from <laughs> I in Indiana, I'm not very bright. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> um, Demos? What would you call yeah, them, Brock? I lost it. Paperback. paperback. Okay. That's not close to what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and two hardcovers. So. Nice. Since you're doing a drawing, I will. This is one of, and it's not a one you can buy. This is actually one of the authors. Oh wow. I oh, have. Right. So I will sign both my real name and the pen name, and you can give away a drawing. Oh wow. Oh thank so you. Thank you. Another so eighteen. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm gonna do the draw right now. Question for you, James. Can Wait. I win the book? Well, hold on. I'm doing the draw. And the good news is that after I die, it'll be worth millions. So. Of course, because <laughs> you're a million-dollar person. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I actually want to get a copy of that. I was like, I don't read enough erotica. Is it dark erotica, would you say? Yeah, it's dark erotica. Any Star Wars references? I have to ask. We're a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> No, um, not not really, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's but cool. You like dragons and... Nice, yeah. Who doesn't like dragons? Uh, the what, second what? and third book are a continuation of this story? No, the second book is actually... That's an experiment. It's a, that's a role-play book. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Where you're actually the... It, the reader is actually the female character. Oh, interesting. So, like, role-play as in, like... Uh, the, the it's Ray role play or like I talk directly to her. Uh, okay, gotcha. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, we'll put and a the link. Last, the last book is called The Ghost of Windworth Manor. Um, that one's actually the longest and the darkest. So, <laughs> ooh, it's right. about a that's about a sixteen year old girl gets seduced by a ghost. So nice. I I'm starting to understand why you chose the CVP. <laughs> Sure, because you <laughs> love the dark side, but that's okay. Well, my favorite color is red. I don't know if you know this. I haven't seen my I haven't seen my natural hair color in 29 years. So <laughs> oh, that sure looks great. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna put a link to the book uh, in the uh, description. There's a link to it right there. Lulu.com/slash/spotlight/slash/darkromance1, I believe, is the yeah. website. Click on oh, it. Actually, actually, there's another one. Uh, it's Andrighton.com. That actually is the carousel. Okay. Andrighton.com. We'll put we'll put them both. Well, we'll put whatever one you want us to. So either ignore what I just said, or go to Andrighton.com. Both. <laughs> All right, but both. We'll do that. And now we're gonna go to Never Tell Me the Odds. Never tell me the odds, James. These are our odds, and uh, they are brought to us by our good friends over at Patreon who support us, like Heidi right here. Hi, Heidi. Oh, I'm looking at I have, to, I have to click on this. All right. And we are going to say uh, thank you to Heidi uh, <laughs> and to Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine Allison, Mary Kristen Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, Heather Long, JRB Nerdcast, Scott D., Jacob Nixon, Andy Higgins, Mason Hop, Matt W., and our newest patron, Tony Comstock, FP, and Denna Nerds. Thank you from the bottom of our Star Wars hearts. 
This Thank you so much. Heart. The score oh. means the world to us, except for yeah. uh, the denim nerds. Yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, just, you know what? You know what? I, super, uh, I guess. Yeah, I live yeah. in our- I live an hour north of him. Yeah, you're not that far. He, uh, I'm so sorry for you for that. I actually was supposed to record with him last night, and uh, he was like, you know, I'm going to be drunk. And I said, that's good. We can record. And I don't know if I should say he said that. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I want to bother him. He goes, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I said, oh, I thought, he goes, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't have enough, but I'm playing Risk. I said, what? He's like, yeah, I'm playing. I'm in a game of Risk. I go, how about we reschedule? <laughs> so we rescheduled that one because he was playing Risk while having some margaritas. He's not watching this. He stopped watching no. us when he hit 50,000 subscribers, 70,000 subscribers. He's like, mm-hmm, no, no, no. <laughs> Josh at the den of nerds. All right. So this is Never Tell Me the Odds. Uh, also, yes, for all those Patreons that we just listed below and any new Patreons that come in between now and June 21st, you will be entered into a draw to win the Saturday pass for Star Wars Celebration Anaheim, which is Saturday, August 29th <laughs> of 2020. Uh, the reason why we're doing it early is because, well, we have to give it to you. Yeah. You, have to, you have to take the time off to go, and we want a picture uh, with you. And also, but that's not the only thing. You're going to get a special Rebel Scum Podcast Star Wars Celebration 2020 shirt to go with it. It might be a tank top because it's August. <laughs> it, might be like, <laughs> it just might be a muscle shirt, uh, but there will be a special T-shirt for that. And, um, and if you can't make it, there's going to be a, a, a secondary prize for you if you do win and you can't make it. So it'll be fun. Yeah. So good luck to all of our patrons. Now it's never time of the odds time. Brock, I'm going to start with you for the first odd. Yep. The odds of the Knights of the Old Republic series coming to Disney Plus. I feel like we've been talking about this for 17 years. Um, well, don't forget recently, though, that word came out that there was a script that had been completed yeah. by the writer of Alita. So that's just bringing yeah. the relevance to it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go 75 percent because it's it's a it's an easy thing to make and let's do it. Uh, but yeah, you don't think it could be the uh, Benny F. and Weiss movie? Like as the first thing, or like, or well, it won't be the first thing. Mandalorian's pretty no, well. No, no. Insta- but what if instead of a series, it's it's their movie that comes out in 2022? I don't know, James. Uh... <laughs> What was the odd again? That like it'll be it'll be a Disney Plus series. So if you think yeah, it's gonna no, be a movie, then... I, I firmly think it's gonna be a Disney Plus thing. I think Benioff and Weiss it makes sense because it, it's kind of like a Game of Thrones kind of. I don't I, when I the more I think about it, it's like it's not really. It's just the concept yeah, of making characters just... is interesting. So yeah. um, no, seventy five percent. I think that's what's gonna happen. Sounds good, Heidi. Oh God. Uh... <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I didn't read anything. All I know is the the, the movie that came out. I don't know anything like, except for the holiday special. But yeah, <laughs> okay. The, no. the, the odds of the holiday <laughs> special coming to Disney Plus. That that I would pay for. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I'm just gonna go with fifty percent because just yeah. rocking it. And if you a coin, <laughs> so good. I don't know. I don't have Disney Plus. I never read Knights. I have no idea. So I'm just yeah. gonna. Say, Fifty percent. Right. That's perfectly fine. I'm gonna go with sixty percent. Sixty percent. I actually don't think the Benny F. and Weiss one is going to be Knights of the Old Republic. I still still think they're trying to figure out what they're doing, and I think they're going to go after last after um, 
Rise of Skywalker. It'll be after the Skywalker saga. We'll see the like the aftermath of that will have come and gone, and they'll take us in a new direction. Is what what I kind of think because I I just think them doing Knights of the Old Republic is an easy answer for fans because yeah. of Game of Thrones and whatnot, and and that's all. So that's where I'm at. Our next odd, uh, Heidi. I'll start with you. The odds of Qui Gon's voice being heard in the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, 90%. Wow. Okay. Explain yourself. (laughs) Because Brian Johnson, I'm not Brian Johnson, I'm sorry. J.J. Abrams Abrams says he wants to tie the whole thing together. Mm. And I think they're just going to, like I said, when I got excited, when I saw Jimmy Smith's in Rogue One, I think they're just going to have a lot of those moments. I think they're going to just have a lot of tie-in moments. And I think there's going to be a lot of uh, pleasant surprises. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping for it. I hope you're right. I'm going to go 65%. That's higher than I thought I would go. But I just have this – it's just – he start as much as the Skywalker saga, he kind of starts it all. Qui-Gon. Yeah. He starts all – and his voice is heard in, in Attack of the Clones, and then he's mentioned in, in Revenge of the Sith. And I just think you bring him back to tie it all together in some way. It's just a simple voiceover. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, Alec Guinness hated Star Wars, but he still appeared in all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To work for four hours, so <laughs> yeah. Spend a bunch of money just to, for a few lines. I yeah, I think yeah. He, would, he would he would be up for it. I think he was at he did that video for Celebration um, Orlando for the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. So great, yeah. I, uh, I I'm going 65. I could also see it being like 30, percent but I'm going to go 65 because I want to stay optimistic and I just think he is a nice little tie-in for it all. Mm-hmm. Brock. Uh, I'm going to go high as well. Uh, 85%. Uh, just because that'd be awesome. It'd be awesome for some kind of conclusion to these stories where it all kind of, like Heidi says, it all fits together. It would be nice if, like, oh, Qui Gon knew this and da 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 da. And, like, it all kind of works together that this is where we end up, even if it's just a voiceover or something like that. Yeah. And I think what Heidi said about the Jimmy Smith's thing in Rogue One. And I bring up uh, Avengers all the time with Red Skull and how they brought him back. And mm-hmm. it's like, it didn't have to be Red Skull, but it was done in such a way that you're like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm down with that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, th- that, and, and just a fan reaction to all that stuff, right? Like sometimes, you know, you have The Last Jedi where you don't have to make all the fans happy. Now you're wrapping it all up. Why not just make people happy and give us what now don't take away from the story but make us happy like just do something be like this is for you uh here's something for me here's something for you that's how you just kind of play the last chapter out ewoks 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 and our last one we've got to go over to our good friend andrew fantasia uh to hear yeah boo here is andrew fantasia's odd hello brock smink and james ruzile i have an odd for you today that I want you to never tell, okay? Here's the thing. We all thought that if Sheev Palpatine showed up in Rise of Skywalker, it was going to be something very small, a small secret cameo, kind of like Yoda in Episode Eight. But the fact that we heard him laugh in the trailer means he's probably going to be a bigger deal than we thought. So my question for you is, what are the odds that Mr. Sheevy P himself is going to be on the poster of Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker? Answer the question, or I'll be very upset with you. Bye. He doesn't even give an odd, that coward. 
<laughs> I'll go first. I will go first. Fulbrock. Okay. Fulbrock. Fulbrock. Okay. Fulbrock. I haven't seen the poster. There are there are fan art posters going around. There's one specific one that's kind of a rehash of a new hope. It's phenomenal with CVP's face on there. I'm gonna go Fulbrock though, because if you put him on the poster, that tells me that he is the big, big, big bad and he has a presence beyond presence in this film. If you do not put him on the poster, then all I have is this laugh that was that has been revealed to have been from another production. So I got to go full Brock on this one because I think putting him on the poster really uh, reveals a lot. Brock? Um, I... I want to answer like I don't want him on it because if he is going to be an important part of the story, I want no information. I just want the movie to happen. Wasn't it? So we have no clue what's going on. Uh, but the odds, if he appears in another trailer, then I would say eighty percent he'll be on a poster at some point. Uh, if they're going to push him hard in this movie in the trailers, then yeah, there's going to be a poster for sure. But because we're still limited on information, uh, I don't know. Keep it. Unknown. Give us nothing because it will make him better. JJ's good at that. Mm-hmm. Heidi? Um, honestly, I don't see um I don't see the actor Ian McDaniel. McDermott. Uh, McKellen. McDermott. No. McDermott. Brock, you're thinking Wait. Gandalf. Oh yeah. E M. I don't see Mr. E and M on any uh posters. If there would be anything, there would be a hooded figure where you couldn't see his face. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. what if he just comes back as, like, like beautiful Sheev? And he's like, hello, <laughs> I'm Sheev. I'm nice. <laughs> I hope he, I, I'm really looking forward to um, this movie. I don't know if I've said that or not. <laughs> Maybe, once or twice. I, I mean, you know, it's hard to believe somebody that does a, a Star Wars podcast is looking forward to the next Star Wars film. But here yeah. I am. Brock, why don't you give up? Uh, so, do you have some news for us? Oh, you know it. Call the news. The news you need to know. So let's uh, let's start with a story about uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I think it was earlier this week they announced, or well, it doesn't make sense because the park's been open, but uh, a tie echelon has been included in the park. Uh, what is the tie echelon? Why it's a it's a uh, Tie Fighter, but also kind of like it looks like the uh, the uh, it's sort of like the cargo plane thing, without, you know, the thing where they sneak on to where they bring people uh, the stormtroopers to places. I'm awesome at this job. 130 ish <laughs> uh, episodes of this, and I'm just fumbling over. But anyways, the Tie Echelon was created originally for Colin Trevorrow's Episode Nine, but when Colin Trevorrow was taken off, uh, the idea still existed. So the movie got scrapped, but they still have this idea. So uh, when they are starting to plan it, Imagineering team saw his uh, concept and have put it in the park. Or, yeah, they put it in the park. So Colin Trevorrow's thing will live on. Uh, check it out when you're in the park. Uh, our next story, uh, also a uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge story. Uh, YouTuber Jenny Nicholson's one of my favorite Star Wars YouTubers. Uh, she's been to the park twice, and she's been tweeting everything she had. Apparently, she was talking to a cast member. Uh, she and she said they, they the, the cast member said to, to use the word kids, and she said, "Oh, you mean the younglings?" And uh, the the cast member said they are already scrubbing younglings from the vocab. 
parents didn't like it because one of the only times you hear it in the movies the phrase killing younglings apparently that's been updated and disneyland says they're not supposed to avoid it uh using the word younglings so it's out there but that was a, i was like oh wow you can't these are the words you can't say in disneyland's galaxy's uh edge i'm like whoa and then finally, we have, uh, going back to the past, if you remember the Atari version of the Star Wars video game, which was an arcade game where you could actually physically sit in an X-Wing pilot. There was a Star Wars one, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Uh, a company called Arcade 1-Up Star Wars has begun rebuilding these sort of cabinets. Uh, they did a Ninja Turtles, a Marvel Superheroes, and I believe there's a few other ones. Like, they've got those, remember those... Those tabletop ones where the Pac-Man, where you look down like that. They're doing that for Star Wars. Uh, there will one coming out this fall, and it will be the only at-home arcade camera that uses the original arcade software and features the X-Wing Pilot controller. The new cabinet is something of a departure from other standard controllers, and the iconic X-Wing light flight stick is put to good use in all three games. So check that out. If you've got the money to buy a uh, arcade Cabinet. I didn't see any prices on it, but I believe it's, it's under five hundred American. Which that that's like nothing. So that's very exciting. I remember discovering that once at uh, on a summer vacation. I was like, wow, and it was like super old at the time. But yeah, that's it. The uh, Hollow News. Back to you. <laughs> top five. Top five. What's the top five, James? Today's top five are top five ways we're going to raise money to get James that arcade unit. <laughs> One, get a job, you slob. <laughs> Two, lemonade stand. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh man, if I could have a lemonade stand right now. I used to, I sold chips once at the side of the street. Uh, we ended up just keeping the chips and eating them because we felt that was better than making a profit. Uh, here we go. Top five things we learned slash saw from the Vanity Fair uh, online or in per- paperback. Paperback? What would you call this? Print and print uh, magazine. Print magazine. Because it was a big look. Vanity Fair. You could everyone can complain about it or love it as much as they want. It's a big deal. I mean, when it hits, it hits hard. Uh, so uh, I thought the pictures were super cool. So we're gonna learn a little bit about them. I will go first with my number five, and that is, I want to know more about Zori Bliss and where she is from or where she is in this picture, which is the Th- Thieves Quarter of Kamiji. What is that? I don't know, but there's snow, there's a cool mask, and I'm all in. Brock? My number five is the exact same. It's just a really interesting picture. Like, she's got that sort of purple maroon suit against this gray-white background. It's very, really eye-catching. So, yes, and I want to know more about these places and this person. Absolutely. Heidi? Um, yeah, uh... Probably, I, I saw some, I, like I said, I just saw the pictures online, so I didn't do any reading of it. I, something that That's fascinated funny. me was that women, they were like in the desert and they were wearing yaki, like these yaki. long gowns. Yeah. I'm kind of curious who they are and what their role is in this. Do you have, I kind of feel like they'll just be in the background of a shot, but I hope they knock Ray out like Luke in A New Hope. Just, rah, rah, boom, knock, him, like, knock her out. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I can't, I might be right. No one judge. Yeah. Uh, my number four, something is up with Luke. 
Something is up with Something's Luke. Something's up with him because he's in that picture with large R two D two with the the yeah. the trees are all on fire. He's he's yeah. not a ghost in the picture, but I mean, and you know, I was thinking, I'm like, wow, there wouldn't be a you know these, these pictures are set photos, but then you look at the the one that's going to come up later on my list, which is Finn and, and Jenna, and you're like, well, that's, I mean, they're on horses in that picture, and those aren't horses in this image that I'm looking at, so. Uh, something's up with Luke and I don't know what it is. And I don't know what his role is going to be or if he's going to be a ghost or if he's back in the flesh, but something is up with Luke. And uh, I, you know what? I was kind of over him a little while, like a month ago. I was like, I'm done with Luke. If he doesn't show up, I'm fine. Now I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> what is up with Luke Brock? Uh, mine will be Kylo Ren and Ray Sh- showdown. And I know like, Oh, this should be higher on the list, but like, you know they're gonna go up against each other. That's like that's not news. It's cool. It's very cool looking, and we're kind of like, what are they standing on? Because it's metal and there's rain. It's like, is it the Millennium Falcon? Is it the Death Star rubble? I don't know. But we also could be a misdirect where they, hey, here's the set we have for something else. Just like do your lightsaber thing. Um, but uh, I'm very interested in to see if that is an important scene. But uh, it's it's very eye catching again. But I don't know. I was just like, eh, okay, yeah, we know this is going to happen. It's kind of the whole point of the movie. That's true. Heidi? Um, I'm wondering what's going to be the relationship between Finn and the new girl. Mm, yeah. yeah. Jana. Jana. Uh, a love interest, so they can turn out to be brother and sister, you know, because he doesn't know where he comes from. It could be so both. It is Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, in the Star Wars movie, uh, Star Wars universe, you could make out with your sister anytime. So, <laughs> yeah, as I was saying, even if... Uh, even if Kylo Ren and Ray are brother and sister, they still could end up together. So exactly. And yeah. I said this on Monday's live stream, Godfather three. <laughs> um, my number three is we see Knights of, well, not in the printed copy, but online, the Knights of Ren. They, there is confirmation that they exist and they are more than just a stupid phrase by Snoky Snoke. They are something. Yeah, yeah. They are there. Do they have lightsabers? Yes. Are they going to use them? Yes. Do they have old school, old Republic weapons? Yes. Are they going to use them? Yes. It's going to be awesome. They're going to have lightsabers in one hand, old Republic weapons in another hand. They're going to like this, and then Kylo Ren's going to be like, and then Ray's going to come in and go, and then Finn's going to be like, pew, 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 and then Poe's going to ride in with three PO. If that doesn't happen, the movie sucks. For those of you just listening, <laughs> he was doing a lot of active hand movements. <laughs> I'm really excited. Uh, this movie's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Nice friend. Oh, my God. It's going to make House Party look like House Party 2. All right, Brock. <laughs> Brock. Uh, my number three is going to be uh, Finn and uh, what's the Jana. other character? Jana. Uh, I like them on those horse things, Horbox. horse, like they have tusks. I don't know what it looks like a dinosaur. It's just cool. And they have, why do they have bows? That's interesting too. Um, oh so I just like the visual. It's amazing. Heidi. Uh, probably, uh, what's going on with Luke Skywalker and, uh, R2-D2. Mm. I just bring R2, man. I want R2 in this movie so bad. Uh, and my number one. Is Jenna is my new favorite character. It's, it's over. She, like when we saw that leaked image of her, and I was like, "What? Why does she look cool?" And then they showed the image of her on the panel at the celebration. I was like, 
she looks cool. Now she's got her like to do an archery. I'm like on a horse. It's over. <laughs> it's over. She wins. I'm getting her black series. Her all of the figures. Jen is the best character in Star Wars. <laughs> the end. Imagine she's in like half a scene and she just gets gunned down immediately. <laughs> oh no! But she's C two B five. She's just been cut out of the entire movie. Like, no. okay, bye. <laughs> All right, Brock, you're number one. Um, I guess Knights of Ren. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> no thing I want to explain the most. Yes, yes, for sure. What about the picture though? What did you think of the actual picture? Were you satisfied with what you saw of them? It looked great, and it's just like and they're like, are they, are they in like Jordan? Maybe at that point, yeah, sort yeah. of like the desert area. I think that's the so, beginning of the movie. I think this, this is going to be like the this opening is going to be like intense. I think that's what I think. Heidi, um, I want to know about the force jumping. I find that pretty interesting that they can fight yeah. and jump different dimensions. So wait, did I skip number two? Yes, yes you, you totally did. <laughs> <laughs> but we were just playing along. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sorry, how do you continue? Uh, do you want to get my number two now? Or? Uh, no, keep going. Yeah. We'll do number two as number one. No one, I mean, these rankings mean nothing. <laughs> Welcome to the Rebel Scum Podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just, I think the whole thing about uh, force jumping and fighting in different yeah. areas all at once, I find that extremely interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that. You can, you can have force sex uh, <laughs> in a... Yeah, force fighting. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, Ray and Kylo fighting on the Death Star, the Falcon, with the water splashing everywhere. We're finally going to get a lightsaber fight. It's going to look cool. And this is going to happen after that Kylo's already killed off all of the Knights of Ren. Brock. Uh, my number two originally was Knights of Ren. Uh, my number one is the covers. They were very interesting. And apparently there's some kind of secret hidden in it. So that's why one of the reasons I wanted to buy them and put them side by side. I don't know if that's just something I misread on the internet, but I'm like, ooh, I like that quite a bit. Just, you know, a scam for you to buy both both things. Oh, look at that. I, the, the same ad of Sophie Turner on the back. Oh, they're the exact your- same. I, don't, I didn't even know who that was. So good job knowing mm-hmm. who it is. Uh, I still don't know who that is. I'm doing this. Da, da, da. Well, they photoshopped one to be dusk and one to be dawn, right? Yeah, that's cool. I Maybe just, it's just that. I don't know. Apparently, there's some kind I'll, of like hidden. I'll, I'll say for me, it's Kylo Ren. That's the only picture of Kylo Ren aside from the one him, him finding Rey. And oh, that, yeah, that confirms that he is on uh, Pasana. Although, mm. other than that, we have no confirmations on Pasana. So he would have, like, he's pro- he's got to be in it. Otherwise, they just kind of brought Adam Driver there to shoot that one picture. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's a tell, I think. Uh, Heidi. Your number whatever. Number two, I'd say Knights of Run. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Knights of Run. What about the uh, excites you the most? I'm not going to do the uh, pew pew and the... <laughs> pew pew! <laughs> I'm going to have a seat on camera, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'm... Look, this movie's going to be awesome. Did I say that already? I don't care. I think it's... I just think... <laughs> look, I think that it's going to go back to... It's just not going to... It's going to be... It's going to be a lot of fun... Uh, there's gonna, it's gonna finish something. Something's gonna be, there's gonna be an ending to it, like a, a 
definitive ending that we can't ignore. And some threads will be left untouched, but but it's going to feel mm-hmm. like we're like, okay, I get it. I, I get it. Like, I, And it's all going to come back to Shmi. All coming back. All coming back to Shmi, babe. <laughs> all right. One more time before we end this, Heidi, tell everybody uh, where they can get your book. Uh, you can either go to... Um, andrighton.com and uh, dark romance uh, if you go to lulu.com and you can just type in my name Heidi Fetter or actually just type in andrighton or bride of the dragon king or whatever nice so thank you so much you went thank you so much for joining us here on the rebel scum podcast yeah, we hope you had so a lot much. of fun it's nice to finally hear your voice and see you I know you can't uh, see, can you see me yet or you just yeah, hear Came on, so I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like my voice because I don't. <laughs> oh, no worries. Oh, we think no. you sound it's great. great. I did yeah, a good mm-hmm. what, what, what does your heart tell you? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to tell Andrew you do a better shmi sh- than he does. <laughs> do I'm a better shmi. Can, <laughs> uh, can you say goodbye as shmi? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right. Thanks, Heidi, for joining us, Brock. This is the 130th time we've done this. We'll be back for the 131st time, and then maybe that's when we'll we'll announce the Patreon winner for the Saturday Pass for Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. But the reality is, Brock, that you were always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags! Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.